Hello and welcome to Herb Podcast, a reflection on the best bits Herb Campus Bristol has to offer. I am your host, Dulcie Godfrey. To start us off, our two co-presidents have a chat about their favourite parts of Herb Campus, why you should get involved and the upcoming year. Hi, my name's Noah. I'm the co-president of Herb Campus this year. And my name's Fran and I'm also co-president of Herb Campus this year. Well, I'm in my third year now and I have been involved in her campus for all three of my years here at Bristol. In my first year, I was a contributor. I only wrote two articles over the whole year. One of them really early on, right in the first few weeks of term, and then one of them right at the end. Um, I think it may even have been at the beginning of the summer holiday. So I just loved that I could be a part of something without it being too big of a commitment or too daunting to join, especially as a first year. But then by the time second year came around, I knew I wanted to be much more involved because I loved her campus so much. So I went for co-president last year and I'm co-president again this year because I just had such a great time last year. I couldn't give it up. so lovely um i'm francesca and i went as an editor last year i signed up as an editor in my first year i'm now in my second year i signed up because i hadn't really been able to fulfill sort of this space for writing and creativity i'd had since english like a level i felt like i should do that alongside my studies at uni but also i'm studying law so i thought i should do something a bit more maybe academic maybe i can focus and tailor it towards my law study so i applied for a careers editor position so i did that in my first year um, it was quite a quiet section, but it was it was a lot of fun to like get to know the other girls and start writing uh, and contributing in my own time as well as editing. And then last year I applied to be co-president uh, and I'm very glad and happy that I'm able to do it this year with Noah. So what I love about her campus that definitely like differentiates it, I think, from other clubs and also like specifically other newspapers or magazines here at Bristol is that we write about pretty much everything so there's a really broad range of content that we cover um it's really really varied day to day we publish a really high amount of content as well um which is something we're really proud of we we try to publish at least daily um during the weekdays so if you just scroll through our website you'll definitely have a really diverse like broad range of things that you can read about And um, I really like that it's not limited and writers can essentially write about, you know, whatever you think you need to say or whatever you're passionate about, whether that's more traditional journalism, like news or lifestyle or commentaries or culture to anything more creative from art to beauty to style, um, like best places to explore around the city. We obviously love making it quite local as well because we're also in love with the city here. And also in terms of like the style of the written content, there's loads of scope for creativity. So not everything has to be an article. We're also happy to publish poetry or visual art, anything really that our amazing writers and editors can create. Yeah, likewise. I think it's such an important part of the writing experience. You can write about what you want to. But on top of that as well, I think there is such passion and sort of support that comes with her campus that it prides itself on. But it is actually true in reality. Like I remember from the first sort of meeting I went to in my freshers year to all the things I've got involved in and participated in. Every idea that you come forward with at her campus is greeted with enthusiasm and support. And people are just really keen to like hear what you want to say what you want to write about and that's sort of unparalleled with any other sort of writing opportunity I've seen so far at uni so that supportive atmosphere where it really is about empowering each other and making sure uh, you look out for each other is something that I really really valued and why I felt I really wanted to get involved more in her campus uh, in my second year that's what I would say is the main the driving point for me 
Yeah, on that, actually, I completely agree. And just quite a practical note, something really cool about her campus is that um, we always, at any time of year or, or day, accept like pitches or your own ideas if you're a writer. Um, you don't just have to stick to like articles that we commission. So it's not at all, you know, like a top down content production in, in terms of the journalism and the, the writing that we create. We're always happy to hear what you want to be written or what articles you think need to be written and let you let you run away with that. Um, if anything, we call the weekly article commissions that we do put out there on our social media more sort of commissions or inspiration, just to give you an idea. But um, we're by no means limited in terms of hearing what you think needs to be written. Yeah, it is so easy to sort of go forward with an idea and there will be people who want to support it and people who are interested in seeing what direction you'll take it in. And it's just, it just fosters a really nice atmosphere, I think, for anyone to get involved in. In my application, what I really focused on, because what I really think would be amazing is focusing more on the community around her campus, Bristol, sort of getting to know people, inspirational women and inspirational leaders in our community, uh, branching out to the people running their independent businesses, sort of connecting her campus with the community would be incredible. Um, And that's one aspect of it. Another aspect of something I'm really looking forward to is sort of building the way her campus Bristol is run, uh, making it more uh, of a, a thing people commit to because it's it's going to be exciting. It's like a meeting. It's an opportunity to build your skills. It's an opportunity to learn how to edit and meet like-minded thinkers and writers and just make it a more a platform for opportunities, really. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to that. Hopefully we'll be able to do that in person. But uh, right now, those are going to be some Zoom-centred ideas, but I'm sure they'll pan out well. Yeah, it's a bit frustrating, I think, for Fran and I in one way, because we had been really excited. This year, we came into her campus at the beginning of the year with it being the biggest it had ever been here at Bristol. It was only over the course of last year that they even started publishing weekly or or even daily content, and it definitely grew significantly. And we were really excited to like carry that through with the great amount of momentum that it picked up last year for things like in-person events um, and editorial and writers' meetings and uh, having much more of a face-to-face in-person community around the online magazine. But obviously, Corona has thrown a massive spanner in the works, like it has with so many other things. But... Even so, I think just building up the community, both in relation to Bristol and also I would add to what Fran has said, like the community of writers that contribute to her campus as well, just like through events and socials and also meetings. So like editors meetings and writers meetings so people can improve their actual journalism um, and just get ideas and share inspiration and meet people with similar interests is something we still are really keen to carry out. And I mean, like everyone, I think we're still figuring out the most effective way to do it, but through a combination of online events and small in-person meetups where possible, we're really, really keen to push forward with that. We actually had our first online social last night. We had a pub quiz with different committee members leading different rounds, and it was really, really fun and really lovely. And I think there definitely is still a sense of community you can foster online, and hopefully over the course of the year, we'll like really hone in on that. Yeah, I think it was so lovely to see people participating last night. And also we took part in the virtual Freshers Welcome Fair. Uh, and it was so lovely to see people all come to the booth and ask us questions. I think it really does show that people care about keeping the community spirit alive. That people are interested and we're really grateful to be a part of that community, really. Yeah, definitely. You can't go wrong by trying, just putting yourself forward, to be honest. Like, even if you're not sure, if you're not sure if you've had the experience before or you're not sure if people want to read what you're, you're writing, then I'd say put your ideas forward. Talk to people about the best way to go about writing them if you're not sure. People will happily give you advice and help because it is a community of people who really do want to see each other thrive at the end of the day. And I'd say don't be afraid if, by your lack of experience because it will only get better. 
Yeah, I'd really emphasise that something we're really proud of is we don't expect people to have any experience in writing or in editing if you're considering going for the editor's role. Um, Very much a community that is happy to share our learnings and teach people on the job. And also we just believe that anyone who's here is so, so like deserving and able to be a part of the community. You really don't need to have any prerequisite skills or training or anything at all to get involved with us. I will actually give like a tiny little pitch here because applications to be an editor are currently open until Friday the 16th of October. However, after that, even if it is slightly past that deadline, we're still really keen to hear from people who really want to get involved. So feel free to always email us as well. But yeah, no, we're currently recruiting and um, you can find all the information on our social media pages or by emailing us. We're really responsive and we'd love for you to get in touch. I would also just another tip. um, Don't put yourself in a box when it comes to what you're writing or you're editing in terms of style because there's so many different ways that you can write and express yourself um we have people who contribute with long articles expressing you know a variety of opinions we have people who find it more fun to put listicles or like buzzfeed style articles and those are all great you know whatever way you want to contribute i'd say you can find your niche and you can work on it and you can experiment and we'll be happy to help you along the way um you if you're if you're also interested in coming along to work as a, a an artist or a photographer we also have positions available Uh, on the social media team and providing artwork for our articles so any way you'd like to get involved that'd be great yeah the way to stay in touch um and stay in the loop about all forms of involvement is our social media we're really really active on social media it's a huge part of us as an organization almost equal in a way to the content and the journalism that we put out there and um yeah if you're interested in being an artist or a photographer then definitely join our facebook group which is her campus bristol contributors 2020 2021 and that's where you'll see all kinds of like calls for content and artwork and stuff i hope that has inspired everyone to get involved this year if you haven't already next up we take a look back The coronavirus pandemic started in China, spread to Europe and had reached the UK by the end of January. We need people to start working from home where they possibly can. You should wash your hands, you dirty pig. We are collectively telling cafes, pubs, bars and restaurants to close. Four months time, it might be 12 months time, who knows, nobody knows. We're paying people's wages up to 80% so someone can be furloughed rather than laid off. I urge you to stay at home, protect our NHS and save lives. That's now the highest number in Europe. It's the second highest in the world. How on earth did it come to this? How are you in these unprecedented times? That is just one of the phrases that gives me a nosebleed if I hear it today. Saying that, I actually do hope all of you and your families are well. And in that same conspiratorial vein, our writers rose to the occasion during the coronavirus pandemic. So here are the highlights from their shared tips, tricks, opinions and recommendations over the COVID-19 crisis. Control the virus, go to work. Sit in the sun, stay alert. Control the virus, go to work. Sit in the sun, stay alert. Control the virus, go to work. Sit in the sun, stay alert. We have a route and we have a plan. Work from home if you can. Why do people find jokes about the coronavirus funny? I found myself simultaneously sick of COVID memes but being unable to stop sharing them. Like the remix you just heard, I blasted that through my house endlessly. I thought it was the funniest thing. 
but it seems strange because people's lives were devastated by the pandemic, whether it be job loss or struggling in isolation. So joking about the coronavirus seems slightly inappropriate, and yet jokes were everywhere. Olivia Andrews' article about this was actually very reassuring for me. She highlights how, psychologically, humans use humour for light relief from the situation. Thus, at the peak of corona anxiety with rising death counts and infection rates, so-called gallows humour did allow for a sense of community, even from within isolation. And that actually speaks very true for my personal situation, because suddenly my mum actually understood the memes I was showing her. After all, why cry when you can laugh? I like to call I tried it this week I took my own advice I was slightly sick of seeing the wholesome activities people were undertaking so I wrote the article alternative lockdown activities and as a committed journalist I actually did try all of these some of my favorites included playing an instrument that's not actually an instrument tangling and then untangling electrical wires digging a hole in my garden for fun and turning my house into a museum I'd say my most successful pursuit was my day at the quote-unquote beach. I walked around in my bikini and sunglasses, I drank cocktails, I played beach sounds through my speaker. It was a lovely day. My mum wouldn't let me sprinkle flour on the floor for sand, and I chose a day it was raining, but overall I had a really nice time. Even as lockdown eases, I encourage everyone to try these, especially trying something you're bad at. I am terrible at art, my handwriting is illegible, so you can imagine the kind of drawings I produced. They were as hilarious as they were embarrassing, I burnt them straight away and that's not a joke. I'd recommend you give it a try, who knows, you might discover a hidden talent. Loads of writers gave brilliant recommendations over the pandemic. All bases were covered from films and books to mental health and shopping tips. But I would like to focus on an article from our very own co-editor, Noah, about how to work on your career from isolation. What I found really useful from Noah's tips was the emphasis on staying calm, taking the time to research and really just think about what you'd like to do. Sometimes I think it's just as useful, if not more useful, to do that rather than creating rigid career plans that eventually just fall apart. Noah also usefully reminds us to update the CV and LinkedIn, which is always good to have on standby. Hopefully we can all make it out of this to finally get a job. have been listening to her podcast with your host Dulcie Godfrey. All of the articles discussed and more are available on the Her Campus Bristol website so please check them out. Just one final message from me and then you can stop listening to my voice. A reminder about social media it's Her Campus Bristol on Instagram, HC Bristol on Twitter and Her Campus at Bristol on Facebook. The important one is the contributors group on Facebook which is Her Campus Contributors 2020 to 2021. Just to reiterate, editor applications close on Friday the 16th of October but that shouldn't stop you getting in contact if you want to get involved. All updates are featured online. Thanks for listening.